It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. We've got some new equipment this morning. I'm breaking in. So it's at least new equipment to us. Uh, the web address for our station is BS.show. Shelly, you backed? I am. I sent your picture. Did you get it? I did. It just came through. Okay. Take a look at that. Tell me what you think. Okay. Hold on. You're something. It's gotten fuzzy again. I don't think that's huh. on. What? Huh? What? Nothing. Are you looking at it? I am. And what do you think? I thought you told me not to say anything. No, you can say. I mean, but just what do you think of my organization? I actually think it looks splendid. Look at that. And see those those things I made? They're on wheels. I can roll, roll those around. Very cool. Yeah. How are you getting those in your car? What do you mean? I just take the individual, whatever I'm working on, I just grab whatever. If I'm working on HVAC, I just grab the HVAC uh, crate, and away I go. Very cool. Looks very nice. Yeah. And I love the avocado green. <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> You've never seen that before, have you? I have. That's the original. I won't go any further than that. That's original 1969. You think? <laughs> Anyway, seven seven thirty four. It's BS dot show. It's a holiday, so we can screw around and have fun. Okay. Last night I'm listening to a talk show, okay? And they have a guest on who's an airline expert. And he was talking about the crisis in the air. You know what the crisis in the air is? No. It's not what you think. Oh, I got a problem. I hit my microphone, I'm sorry. It's not what you think it is. The crisis in the air is what you think it's like mechanical problems or like you know the you know the the uh, the pilots not being properly trained or maybe they're high on drugs you know crisis in the air okay guess what the crisis is um let me just think come on this is easy it is yes pollution it starts with a p you're in you're right as far as p is concerned the crisis in the air is... People. Yes, passengers are people. <laughs> this guy was talking about that years prior to the COVID shutdown, that on a typical year, they would have like, I think he said like two to 300 disruptive passengers on... This is all flights in the United States. If you can imagine how many, how many flights a day are there every single place. I mean, just in St. Louis, even though we've got... You know, hardly anybody flying in and out of St. Louis like we used to anymore. But still, there's a fair amount of planes going in and out of St. Louis. Imagine O'Hare, JFK, LaGuardia, LAX. If you can imagine all the flights every single day and at every any point in time, if you looked at like, you know, and I've got some of these apps on my phone, you can watch all the planes. There's hundreds, maybe thousands of planes in the air simultaneously going from point yes, A to point is. B. Okay. So he said in the entire year, typically they have two to 300 issues with disruptive passengers. I want to say he said something. It's like two thousand a month, and I'm going what? And he talks about how just it, on his flights or no, no. This combined. is this guy's an airline expert. This guy, this is all. This oh, is, he's not a pilot or a, no, no, no. He's just like he's one of these guys that follows the airline industry. I think primarily what he does, he gives guidance to stock market people if they should be investing. Like you know, you know, should oh, I invest, should yeah, I buy yeah, yeah. the Southwest Airlines stock? He's one of those kind of guys. He's an industry analyst. He just follows the industry, and he's talking about how it's just gotten out of control. And the guy who was doing the talk show says, what is it? Is the masks and the booze? And he says, both. 
<laughs> he says these people get tanked up on booze, and some of them are pre-lubricated when they get on the flight, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. And, and then what sets it off is when the stewardess, or excuse me, can't use it anymore, flight attendants say to them, sir, you have to put your mask up, and then they lose it. You can't tell me to put my mask up. Who are you? Are you the? Are you the? The? Are you my mom? You know. So then it goes, and we've seen this happen, where these people are punching and beating up the the flight attendants. Now, see, I don't agree with that. Well, I, I, neither do I. I think that no, I think that it, I think you punch because because here here's the interesting thing. Not that I'm saying you should do this. Okay, if you break into a business. The local police get you, okay? If you uh-huh. if you break into a radio station, or like for example, you used to work at the FAA, and these places have like these equipment shelters where they have the the navigation equipment. If you break into one of those, mm-hmm. guess who comes and gets you? Uh, that would actually be the police. No, 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 no. Or they will scramble, and a jet will. No, uh... no, 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 no. The uh-huh. F- the FBI. Because you have you have damaged a federal a, th- a federal building or federal federal installation and and same thing like if you go if you go to the airport and you like damage if you go to like the over to by state parks in Cahokia or it's not even Cahokia it's called Cahokia Heights now do you know that they changed that it's not even Cahokia anymore if you go by state parks across the river and you go and damage planes the FBI gets a call because you have damaged federal licensed you know aircraft it's you know the local police will get involved but the fbi gets involved because it's it's a federal federally licensed thing same thing like with with the banks with the bank robbery the fbi gets involved because the banks are federally you know controlled you know they're they're monitored by the state but yet they have you know the fdic all that kind of stuff uh they have a you know uh ties back to the federal government so and there was a guy recently that I can't remember. He was with one of the airlines, and he wanted to put a national, a national do not fly list, so so that like, and certain airlines can kick you off their airlines. In other words, if you if you're disruptive or you cause problems, they can say, "Sorry, we don't want to want you on our planes anymore." This guy wanted to put in a national database where if if you got if you got rambunctious, you got thrown off a flight. Guess what? You're not going to fly anywhere. You're going to be you're going to be driving across country if you go from new york to la you're not going to get on that that big old jet you're going to be flying you know you'll be driving for four days driving from la to, to new york what do you think about that so is that what he's going to do or that's what they have that's instituted? what they're there's what they're proposing to doing right now there's no national database uh, but there is a no-fly list you know with the terrorists and stuff i like know that. that there's a no-fly list but, but there is... it's it's not for unruly passengers it's just for people that have like they think our terrorists have some kind of a you know uh, sketchy background that they think they might be you know like the you remember the underwear bomber and the the shoe bomber remember the guys tried yep, had the explosives yep. in his shoes and tried to blow up the plane and then there was the underwear bomber that ended up you know uh, burning his crown jewels you know I missed that one. <laughs> Don't you remember the underwear bomber? No. The guy had explosives in his pants, in his underwear, or something like that. And when he detonated it, it didn't go off. It just, it just caused a, shall we say, a 
Roasted a, nuts. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. And a hot dog. So <laughs> chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Right. <laughs> that's what happened to him. Sort of served him right. And it did. That's that's uh, instant karma. But have you ever been on a flight? I've been on flights before. I told you this time that the, the flight I was on with these three jerkazoid construction dudes. Nothing against construction dudes. These guys were just jerks on a flight between St. Louis and Omaha, and these guys were just harassed the flight attendants. I mean, you know, like not like punching or anything like, but you know, hey babe, give me, give me one, I want a Coke. You know, they, you know, and they were and they were doing stupid stuff. So I told you this, didn't I? So oh, is that when she pulled off? She pulled off all of. She I, she discontinued. We get off. These guys were connecting through a flight. They were going. They were going. I think they're going out to the West Coast somewhere, and they were connecting through Omaha. They they came out of St. Louis and they were they were going. I think they were from like the West Coast. And they were flying back home. And these, this was in the morning. These guys were already drunk. You know, they were already drunk on the flight. So the three great big guys. I mean, I'm not small, but they made me look small. So and flight attendants sort of ignoring them. And you know, we're trying to be courteous to them and you know and and as nice as they could. And one one point in time, one guy actually said. Hey guys, knock it off. They're just trying to make a living. You know, think about and a couple people said, Yeah. And these guys, you know, didn't care. They didn't pay attention. So we get off the flight in in Omaha and I'm right behind these three guys. And this and once again, these guys are all like six foot plus. And this small lady from Southwest Airlines. And you know, you know she was important because you know what she had? What? A clipboard. See, that's why I bought clipboards. People who are important have clipboards. So that's true. She sees these three guys walk off, and apparently they communicated on, you know, to the ground. And she was like a supervisor in the Omaha airport for Southwest Airlines. And she walks up to these three guys, and I'm going like, "Oh, I got to hear this," because she's got a little Southwest Airlines uniform on the whole bit. She's got her, you know, her her key card around her neck, her ID card, and the whole bit. And she just lays into them, <laughs> just you know, I I can't believe we've I've heard what you guys said to, to our flight attendants, blah 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 blah, and I we will, Southwest Airlines will not tolerate this, and she says I can't remember where they were going, they're connecting, they they said where are you where are you connecting to? And I think it was Portland or something like that. She says good luck getting there because you're not going on Southwest. We've canceled your flight, and she canceled all their tickets. <laughs> I think that that was excellent on her part. I do too. I'm going like, man, uh-huh. talk about instant karma. You know, at least not necessarily instant, but within like about an hour. You know, I mean, yeah, like these that's guys got instant. right, bang. They're like, and they're going, whoa, 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 how are we going to get back home? She goes, I don't know, figure it out. She walks away, and these guys are like, trailing. no, you can't do this to us. She says, yes, I can. We don't tolerate this on Southwest Airlines. Bang. And it's, I read the book years ago, a book called, we talked about this already because you were kidding about it, is a book called Nuts. And it was a book written about Southwest Airlines. And it was interesting. It was a husband-wife couple that were working in their PhD and actually were actually shadowing um, Herb Kelleher, who was the founder and president at the time, and his the lady who was the co-founder. I can't remember her name. I should remember her name. It's terrible. I remember her, but I don't remember her. They, were the, it was, it was, they weren't married, but they were like man and woman team that put together Southwest Airlines. Okay. Right. And... He said one of the mottos of Southwest Airlines is the customer is not always right. You know, the motto is customer is always right. He said the customer is not always right. And one of the, the chapters in the books that talked about this, customer is not always right. And he talked about one lady who always complained, always complained. 
and she would personally call Herb. Herb, I was on a flight last night, and you're not going to believe what happened. And he would always take her call. Yes, Mrs. So-and-so, I'm sorry that happened, Blight. So it got to the point where she got really upset on one flight and sort of cussed out one of the flight attendants. And it got back to him. And she sent, and he, and he sent her a letter. He said, Dear Mrs. So-and-so, we'll miss you on Southwest Airlines. Signed, Herb Kelleher. He canceled her. He, he, he banned her on the, on the airline. Really? Yeah, kicked her off permanently. Gone. Couldn't fly anymore because she was nothing but a troublemaker. She complained, 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 complained. She was a PETA? Yeah, she was a PETA. (laughs) She was a PETA, all right. Okay. 7.45. Equipment hasn't blown up yet. I guess that's a good thing, right? It's a very good thing, Brad. Last break, and then we're out of here, and then I got to go fix stuff. I spend my life fixing things. 7.45. It's because you're MacGyver. Yeah.